Um, I don't know about you, but that is my favourite carol. Anyone with me? Yeah. yeah. Any others? No? Oh, no one else likes carols. Great. Glad you're here. Um, it is great to see you all. Uh, my name is Esther. I'm one of the leaders here at Ebby Church. And um, we're just going to take a few minutes now to have a look into this Christmas story that we've had read to us tonight. And we're going to start doing that by, we're going to think about a word that for every single person here is going to probably make you feel quite differently. So are you ready? Are you sure? Okay. Um, So the word is surprise. (laughs) Some of you here will love a surprise. Like maybe you've had a surprise party thrown for you. Uh, Maybe you've been given a surprise Christmas present and you've loved that. The unexpectedness of it, the planning that's happened without you knowing. For me... Uh, I've got mixed feelings on this one um, because most of me likes to be in control. Um, I like to have plans. I like to know what to expect in any given situation. But if it's a good surprise, I quite like it, which is kind of obvious because no one likes a rubbish surprise, do they? But you might have noticed that the Christmas story is pretty much one surprise after another surprise after another surprise. It's a story all about the unexpected. It's full of twists and turns that no one would have imagined. So if we think about our Bible readings that we've had tonight, we had Joseph. Joseph is engaged. His wife-to-be is pregnant. And he's not the dad. Surprise! And then an angel shows up and says, don't be afraid. This is all part of the plan. This baby is going to be a big deal and you get to be his dad. Surprise. And then we have Mary. She has a kind of a similar surprise encounter with the do not be afraid angel. But the consequences of this unexpected plot twist are a little more concerning for Mary. Like, yes, this baby is going to be a big deal. And she gets to be the mother of the Son of God. And Mary's up for it. She says, a big fat yes, I'm in. But the reality is, she's not married, but she is pregnant. And this is a time where that literally could be fatal for Mary. So Mary grabs all of the essentials. She runs to her cousin Elizabeth, a place where she felt safe. And Mary spends her first time expecting a baby second-guessing all the unknowns that lay ahead in hiding. Surprise. And then our Christmas story turns into a guide that we could call How Not to Have a Baby. First, there's the need for our young couple to make a really badly timed road trip. Surprise. Miles and miles on foot, Mary literally about to burst. And then, the moment everyone has been waiting for, the birth of baby Jesus, this baby whose arrival has been talked about for hundreds of years and is now being announced by angels. Like this baby who is destined to save his people and whose name means God with us. 
This baby is born in a cold stable, surrounded by stinky animals, because no one could offer him or his teenage parents a better option. Surprise. And let's not forget the shepherds. Short straw on the night shift, grumbling about, oh, here we are again. Got to keep an eye on a load of sheep all throughout the night. When, surprise, they get front row seats to a spectacular angelic light show and a VIP invitation to go see baby Jesus. They then get to be the people who share this crazy, big, good news announcement. Like, not politicians, not royalty, not academics, not celebrities, not influencers, shepherds. Surprise. And the people God has chosen to be the main characters in our Christmas story, it's both surprising and unexpected. And to be quite honest with you, this whole Christmas story is nothing short of bonkers. But do you know what? This is classic God showing up in unexpected ways and places to unexpected people. It's kind of who God is and what he does best. God loves to surprise. And it was great to hear some of Desmond's story earlier, wasn't it? I loved what he said about um, the God and faith that he found after years of searching. And Desmond said, I was craving a simple message where I will not be judged, that I don't have to do anything and I feel free. I could be who I am. I could work on my imperfections. And that's me and God. I think that's what I really enjoy. Like, this is very cool. And it might be a bit of a surprise to you. Because sometimes we see God as a complicated, judgmental taskmaster. Dishing out a load of impossible rules for us to inevitably fail at keeping. And sometimes we think if we're ever going to get on side or on board with God, we're going to have to hide who we really are. But here's the thing. God isn't like that, and God isn't asking that of us. God loves you, every single one of you here, 100% all in. Every single one of us, whoever you are, whatever your life looks like, whether you think you are winning at life right now, or it's a horrible, painful mess, or somewhere in between, God loves you. And if you're sat here thinking, nah, I'm not sure about that, Esther. Don't know if I believe in all this God stuff. Do you know what? That's all right, because God loves you anyway. Like, unconditional, that doesn't change. And our Christmas story... It shouts love out loud. Like through the biggest megaphone from the rooftops, it shouts out love. Like God loves us so much that he gets right in amongst us in the messiness of real life. Showing up in human form we can relate to. And showing us a way way of life that is freedom filled. That is us and God doing life together and having some fun along the way. I really, really believe that God is for everyone. And you just have to have a read of some of the Jesus stories in the Bible, and you'll see this. And wait till we get to Easter. Because, I don't want to spoil it, but the surprises in that story, well, it makes Christmas seem relatively tame. 
And I'd love us to be able to have a chat about all this stuff, to unpick it, to wrestle with these Jesus stories, to ask, what does this stuff actually mean? Or what could it mean for all of us in our real lives? And I don't have it all figured out, not even at all, not even a little bit. But like Desmond, I love getting to do life with Jesus. And it is not always easy. Life is rarely straightforward, but I wouldn't swap it, and I wouldn't swap Jesus for anything else. Uh, Desmond mentions some words um, that Jesus says. Uh, You can find them in the Bible in Matthew chapter 7, verse 8. So this is Jesus talking, and he says, For everyone who asks, receives. Anyone who seeks, finds. If only you will knock, the door will open. And I love that Jesus encourages us to ask questions. We don't need to filter those out. Jesus encourages us to search. And if we do, Jesus promises a response, an opening door, and probably a surprise or two along the way. So Jesus says, for everyone who asks, receives. Anyone who seeks, finds. If only you will knock, the door will open. I'm going to pray. Jesus, uh, yeah, thank you for this Christmas story that we've got to um, have a look at tonight. And um, yeah, the absolute craziness of it and all the surprises that we see and that we read in it. Uh, Thank you, God, that you, uh, yeah, you show up in unexpected places to unexpected people. Yeah, thank you, God, that you love us so much and yeah as we do this Christmas season um yeah will you surprise us will you show up in ways we might not expect um I pray that we will yeah somehow see you and hear you in amongst all the stuff of Christmas amen